We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Welcome back, Packers fans, to the Pack a Day podcast. It is game day. The Thursday edition of the Pack a Day podcast is here. One of two Thursday night games the Packers will play in this season. I am back after a wonderful trip to Wisconsin and Lambeau Field. I'm half of your Thursday crew, Jason Perone. With me, as always, of Packer Report is Mark Eckel. Mark, can you hear the rasp in my voice still? I hear it. I hear it. Four days later. (laughs) You're like a pony, a little horse. A little pony, exactly. And I have to, I'll tell everybody what I told you pre-show is that I blew a vocal cord Probably before the end of intros, when Jordan got uh, Jordan Love got introduced onto the field, I screamed. I nearly passed out. There's a hilarious video that I took, and you can see the angle of the video just kind of start to fade off and tilt to the right, uh, which was which was me shaking in the stands. But it was exciting. The Packers ended up pulling out a really big win over the Saints. Obviously, we need to focus our attention on the Lions, who the Packers will face tonight. But Mark. I think since we haven't had a chance to talk about the Saints game, just real quick before we jump into Detroit and the injury report and everything else, that was a very impressive kind of win that I don't think we've seen the Packers pull off in a very long time. No, I mean, yeah, sadly, we haven't seen it in a long time. And Jordan Jordan Love came into his own. I, I mean, I, you know how I feel about Jordan Love. And for a young quarterback to have to face so much adversity in that game, playing without his – what is his left side? His, his all pro left side of the line, his be, his his best weapon on offense, probably the MVP, to, you know, preseason MVP Aaron Jones, his fastest wide receiver Christian Watson, and then on defense missing a couple guys too. Not that that affects Love, but you know to have all that, and then having a couple a couple bad drops, a couple passes that that he missed. There's everything going wrong for for three quarters, right? I mean, mm-hmm. seventeen nothing, 
everything going wrong. The coach didn't help him a couple times either, I thought, with some decisions that I, you know, that first drive, that fourth and whatever, they go for it. Yeah. They run that high school play. Um, <laughs> yeah, bad. You know, I mean, bad. just, yeah, just, you know, and it would have worked, but you're asking a undrafted rookie running back from a, div- a division 16 school, whatever, wherever the hell <laughs> Wilson went to school, uh, to, to make a throw back to the quarterback. I mean, yeah, don't get me started. But everything going wrong, you know, very easily. A lot of, I mean, I don't know, outside of Patrick Mahomes, maybe Joe Burrow when he's healthy. There's not a lot of quarterbacks that win that game. There's not. I'm telling you, there's not a lot of quarterbacks that pull that game out. Right. I tell you who who definitely doesn't pull that game out. The injured quarterback for the New York Jets. He, he ain't winning that game. He said it out loud. Well, and that's that was kind of my point earlier. If I'm being honest, I mean that we haven't seen. And, I, and I'm not talking about Tim Boyle. I'm not talking about, talking about Tim Boyle exactly. No. What? Yeah. Aaron Aaron Rodgers. And I, I think the big thing is is that the the. Jordan Love was throwing to whoever's open, and, and Aaron, I think, would have probably had some some questionable, you know, faith in Jaden Reed after the start that he had that day. If Rodgers had thrown some of those same passes and, and it had gone oh, that way, because yeah. Reed had a few drops and yep. and, a, and a tough start to the game, but Love is out there to, to win and and you know at all costs, and that's one of the things I love about this team. And this is we can we can transition this into this Lions game because this is going to be a tough one again. The, the Packers are banged up; they already need a bye week. Thank God they have an early early bye. I'm nervous yeah. about the back end of the schedule because then they don't really have much of a break. The only other bye they're going to get is when they play on Thanksgiving, and then they have a week and a half after that before their following game, and that's also going to be against the Lions as well. So they play the Lions both uh, times on on short weeks on Thursday night this season. This young team just doesn't know – any better they don't know to quit give up oh we shouldn't we're not going to win we're down 17 why bother like veteran let, let's be honest and you covered a lot of football veterans just sometimes that happens and and it takes a very special mentality and I think part of the excitement that I had for the Packers this season was okay these guys are young they're hungry they're not going to quit they're not going to give up even if it's a desolate situation they've been in every game fortunately they've had exciting games three weeks but they don't give up. That's the best part here. And so they're, you know, they're underdogs again. They're one and a half point underdogs against the Lions at home. And a lot of that, I think, had to do with the injury report, which we'll talk sure. about here. But that, Mark, I think you agree with me, too. That was part of the intrigue and the thing that we were most looking forward to was the in, in invigoration or the injection of youth and excitement. Yes. And we're getting that. We're getting, like you said, every game. It's funny. It's. The last two games, and I have a good, good little note for you on that, but the last two games, right, the Falcon game, because somebody said to me that after the game, man, one one good quarter erased three bad quarters. Mm-hmm. And I said, you're right. I said, just like a week before, one bad quarter erased three good quarters. The Falcons game, they played three very good quarters, I thought. You know, they were up 24-12. The defense played well. They only allowed 12 points. The offense put up 24 they looked like they were cruising in that Falcon game, and then everything that everything went wrong in that fourth quarter. And the Falcons give the Falcons credit too. They and the Falcons came back and beat them. It was, and then the same game for three quarters. They looked like they didn't know what they were doing. Although the defense, I got let's let's give the defense, which is what we normally talk about. Packer defense played well the whole game. They only about ten points. Ten points. Yep. You know, and seven of those ten came off that short field after the high school play. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they really the defense played played very well, that, and that kept them. That allowed that the defense allowed the offense to finally get going 
and 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 come back and win. And no, that was just just a great win. Uh, like I said, they used like you used all the words. I mean, they didn't give up. They didn't, you know, and and good for them. I mean, it was a it was a great win. But here's something for you, which not everybody. I looked this up, believe it, because I got a lot of time on my hands when I'm laying out. <laughs> I brought my Packer media guy with me you know, to the beach the other day. So the Packers have had two one point games in three three in their first three games. Two have been decided by by one point. The last time they've had two one point games in a season. And the entire season was 1997. Wow. Yeah, right? That's a long time ago. And then the last time they've had two one-point games in consecutive weeks was 1972. Oof, wow. Now, what does 1972 and 1997 have in common? They won a division both years. Okay. No, just throwing it out there. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd rather have close games than not. I mean, it does get really frustrating when they don't pull it off like the week before in Atlanta. But that was also it was kind of like, you know, you, you've used the phrase it even it all evens out in, this, in a season. And here's a perfect example that didn't right. go, what didn't go well in Atlanta did go well against the Saints. They probably should have won the Atlanta game and right. not won the Saints game. But, you know, and they're both NFC South opponents. So they're one and one against the NFC South either way, if, if right. depending on how it turns out. But I'll I think take, being home was a factor, yeah. to be honest with you, too. Yep. I think if that Atlanta game was at Lambeau, they win that game. Yeah, the crowd, and, was, and, and, the crowd was great. Versa, vice versa, if that Saint game was in the Superdome, do they still call it that? Or Mercedes-Benz Dome, whatever. Mercedes-Benz um, they probably lose that game. So yeah, the, the crowd. Know. I've never seen. I've never heard it as quiet as it was at Lambeau at, at any any of my games. And I've been to a, a quite a few games at Lambeau Field. I've never heard it that quiet before. I've also never seen a crowd turn around like that at maybe <laughs> any other sporting event in my life. It was it was just a crescendo. You could feel it building, and then at the end, when did it, was, it start? When did it start? When did it? When did it get back? Uh, after the first was how long did it take? Yeah, the first. I mean, I would say I would say after the. Uh, after the field goal, the, the noise on defense started to ramp up a little bit. Okay. After the first touchdown, it was it was loud, and then it was like right. just and then it got crazy. You felt, yeah. and then and then when when Dobbs when Dobbs caught the touchdown because he went you know oh, same yeah. same play twice in a row. When Dobbs caught the touchdown, it was it was absolutely I'll use the word belligerent. It was so loud, and and Paul will tell you too, Paul Brettel, because I think he mentioned this to. Uh, you know, uh, my good friend Jake Westendorf, who was also at the game, he covers the uh, for Packers Central. He covers the uh, Packers for SI. Said that the press boxes were shaking at one point. Wow, and that's big. That's huge. Oh, I mean, that's yeah. that's that's really big. But this, you know, this fan base is ready to get behind Jordan Love. I think they were ready to move on for into this new era. And listen. It's been exciting for three weeks. I'm sure the Packers are going to play a stinker at some point this season. Well, and, they, did, and, they did Sunday for the three quarters. But it ended up well. I mean, I'm talking yeah. about in its, final, in its, in its yeah. final result, they're going to play a stinker at some point. But so far, if this is the way the 2023 Green Bay Packers are going to play, they might still only end up winning, what did we say, nine, maybe ten games. I but said I've been on ten from the beginning. It's going to be a very exciting ten and seven then, if that's the case. I mean, that's all you can ask for as a football fan is play competitive football. I don't believe in tank and, oh, if you're going to lose, you might as well lose three games. Why bother winning eight or nine and middling? That's not how NFL players and coaches no. are are wired, plus there's jobs on the line. That's just not going to happen. So No, not at all. So here well, we are. What, what, I'm, what I'm encouraged about, and this Lion game is a huge game Thursday mm-hmm. tonight. Yep. But what I'm encouraged is, and I, I I was saying this to people during the game. People text me, what's going on? What about? And I'm saying, give me another team in the league. The, the Eagles, the Chiefs, pick your team. That 
as, as long as you're not playing an awful team, give me a, you know, because the Saints are the Saints are a good team. They're not the, they're not going to the Super Bowl, but they're not they're going to win their share of games. They were two and zero coming in, right? Yeah, they were undefeated. So they had a couple wins, but playing without your two best linemen, your running back, your receiver, your your best. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how many teams could win without with, with all those people missing, and that and that tells you a about the depth. This team does have like often we, we talked about this earlier in the year, the depth of the offensive line, and we're seeing that we're seeing a guy like Rashid Walker huge play very well at left tackle. You know, now the running game I'm not going to go there because I'm not Aaron. Please Aaron Jones come back. We that's the guy they need. They need more than anybody because the the, the drop off there is just it's it's too much. Uh, yeah. AJ Dillon is not doing what they had hoped he would do when he made him a second round pick he's just not and i people want to blame the line and no i've there's there's holes he's not hitting them he's going the wrong way he's falling down it's he's just not playing well he's just not i mean it's early maybe he can turn it around but right now aj Dillon is just not he's not playing well at all aaron jones they need him back for this team to go anywhere right yeah no they do they really do and that but again there's certain position groups that we knew that they didn't address as much on the, during the offseason we talked all offseason about the safety position safety position and honestly darnell savage has played better yeah. rudy, yes. Ford, rudy ford has been serviceable not great but he's been serviceable savage made a huge huge tackle on special teams mm-hmm. yeah he's and he play- made a huge tackle be- right before the missed field goal yeah yes if he doesn't make that tackle, yep, and, and that's a tackle he has that he's missed. Yep, when during his bad during his bad stretches, he doesn't make that tackle. And guess what? Either the Saints are not, they're not making it. They're not taking a forty-six yard field goal. They're taking a twenty-eight yard field goal. Right. Yeah. You know? it's, it's much easier. So, it's I think Savage has had three good games. Not, not again. Not great game, but three good solid. He's playing like a good safety right now. Right. Like, so. And the running back, getting back to your point about the running back, the running back is another position where we just we knew that after Aaron Jones and and whatever AJ Dillon is is proven to be so far in three games because he's been very disappointing. It's a huge. I mean, it just drops off a cliff. You know, you can love Emmanuel Wilson and his story, but like you said, you know, Division sixteen running back and Patrick Taylor's an undrafted free agent. They're not out there to to be burners. Now, I think Patrick Taylor is one of those guys that we could see if he gets enough reps through the season and has to play. I think he's the kind of player with his experience and his ability to block. He might actually improve a bit during the season. He's not going to yes. be great, but he'll improve a little bit during the season. I think Wilson's just you know feaster fam, and he's a young player. It's just you know, but but the running back position, it's it's very contingent on. Aaron Jones. So let's talk about the Lions game. That's a perfect transition okay. here. So we we said there was in the, the you know the injury report. It's still pretty full here. So Aaron Jones, spoiler alert, is is listed as questionable. But according to what we've heard from the media and just from the players so far, I think there's a better chance than not that Aaron Jones is playing tonight. So the the injury report, real quick, Mark, is as we went over the safety Zane Anderson hamstring. He's not going to play. Bakhtiari is out. Devondre Campbell will be will not play, and Elton Jenkins are all out. They will not play. Tonight, and then you've got Jair Alexander. I talked, we mentioned Aaron Jones, Zach Tom, Carrington Valentine, and Christian Watson are listed as questionable, but that doesn't mean 
that they're not going to go. So, you know, I'm assuming most of us or most of our listeners are listening to this early in the day. They probably have not obviously have not put the injury report out. That won't come out until uh, what, about 530 Central? The inactives? The inactives, 90 minutes uh, before. An hour and a half before. Hour and a half prior. Uh, so, yeah. So we still don't we don't know. We may you know, we may know more by by the time you're listening to this. But there is the there's the injury report. And it's 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 now, now the Lions have some injuries, too. Now they do fullback. Jason Cabinda is out, or Cabinda, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, offensive tackle, Matt Nelson, guard, Vitae, Halapulivati, Vitae is out. Taylor Decker is listed as questionable, and then guard Jonah Jackson also listed as questionable. So on the offensive line, the Lions have quite a few guys in safety. Kirby Joseph, we all remember him from that uh, last game of the season last year. I know Aaron Rodgers remembers Kirby Joseph. <laughs> Running back David Montgomery, now with the Lions, formerly of the Bears, has a thigh. Emmanuel Mosley, the defensive back with a knee and a hamstring, all listed as questionable. And that's, and that's, and this is the nature of Thursday night football. When you're when you're asking guys to come back in three days and play, you're going to have a lot of guys questionable. I, I think if this game was Sunday, I think a lot of the ball for, for both sides. So I'm not being a homer here. For both sides, I think – now the guys who are out might still be out, but – I think a lot of your questionables would be wouldn't even be on the list anymore. They they would be playing, and maybe some of the outs would be questionable. Yep. You know, I mean, it's tough to come back and it's just it just is. But Thursday night football is not going anywhere because it's a money maker. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So you guys really need to make Little Caesars, which is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day routine. Pizza is the ultimate game day food. There is no question about it. If there's one thing that rivals my love for the Green Bay Packers and my love of football, it's my love of pizza. And right now you can actually order online during their pizza pizza pregame. It's one hour before NFL games and you can get ready for football, fun, choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza, pick the toppings that you crave. Me, this is going to sound weird. I know because you know uh, my pickiness with food. I love mushroom and onion. That is my absolute favorite pizza. I know it's probably not everyone else's. And of course, you know you love my food takes, but I love mushroom and onion pizza. I love it from Little Caesars. Either way, you win. And speaking of winning, everyone's going to score with convenient delivery. They also have their in-store pizza portal. So you can pick up, you can grab some friends, enjoy a few slices during the tastiest hour before kickoff. Trust me, you're going to love it. And, And if I have to recommend one thing for sure, have to get the crazy bread. The crazy bread is an absolute must. Enjoy it. Enjoy your game day and enjoy it more with Little Caesars. Fellas, are you running into some stubble trouble? Are you dreaming of that clean shaven look, but hate going through the hassle of a wet shave every other day? 
I know you are. That's why we've partnered with Manscaped. The brand for below the waist is coming to save that beautiful face. Yes, sir. Manscaped now has beard products and is going a step further with the launch of their brand new handyman electric face shaver. It's designed to give your face that smooth and chiseled finish without the mess of a traditional shave. Make sure to join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Head over to manscaped.com and use code PACKADAY for 20% off and free shipping. You may have noticed my recently cleanly shaved face over on the YouTube channel, and that perfect shave was brought to you by Manscaped's Handyman. The best part is I was able to get the exact shave I wanted without any of the usual mess of traditional shavers. I've also used their signature Beard Hedger, which is a juggernaut of fixing faces. You can trim your beard to 20 different lengths all in one guard, so using this thing is amazing, and basically it's perfect. No matter what tool you use, you can't go wrong with Manscaped's line of products. Right now, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code PACK a day at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code packaday. That's P-A-C-K-A-D-A-Y, no hyphens. Hit that refresh button with the handyman. It's finally football season, which means it's also finally daily fantasy football season. And while I get excited to play daily fantasy every year around this time, I'm even more excited this year because I'll be using prize picks for all my daily fantasy selections. Prize picks is really simple to play. You can make picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Even better, they offer ultra-quick withdrawals to make all your transactions super fast and easy. Also keep an eye out for weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. My favorite? Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, prize picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Before football season ramps up, I've been using prize picks for my MLB and college football picks as I prep for a season of winning in daily fantasy football. The experience has been amazing, and it's increased my daily enjoyment of watching Brewers and Badger games. Now, it's time to get some Jordan Love entries in prior to this weekend's game. The great thing for me is that they offer Apple Pay, which makes depositing money into my account so incredibly easy. So what are you waiting for? Join me on Prize Picks by going to prizepickscom packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepickscom packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Right. No, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a moneymaker for the league, but I just, I don't play football, but even I watch what these guys go through and I say to myself, how on earth do these guys line up and play a game four days later? It's yeah, just... Know. They don't want to. <laughs> no, I, it's and the Packers have to do it twice this year because they got tabbed to play in a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving game. They will be in Detroit. So again, they, they face the Lions both times on a Thursday night. So they'll get, and I don't I don't I, I, do do the Lions have the same bye week as the Packers? I don't to know. where they're they're going to be on a short week both times because Detroit just you know they had an easier time with Atlanta than than did the Packers. Now did mm-hmm. now the, the interesting thing if we want to get into some of the the breakdown and in the, in the preview of this game is the Detroit defense really held Bijan Robinson in check and he was a huge problem for the Packers. Right. So from a run defense standpoint, even if Aaron Jones goes, the 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 Lions have a have a pretty good defense. They've, you know, we all know about Aiden Hutchinson and and those guys that are out there flying around, but it could be it could be really tough if the Packers become one-dimensional and Jordan Love has to throw the ball 35-40 times in this game. That never bodes well and especially for a young quarterback like Love. Well, no, the Lions have that. Listen, the Lions run defense is their strength. They've done a good job all three of their games this year. They 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 did a good job in that upset win over Kansas City. Uh, even in the loss to Seattle, they Seattle's got a pretty good running game, and they they held Kenneth Walker, uh, who I like a lot. They held him in check, and then they did a good job against Bijan. 
on the on the flip side, I'm not. I don't think the Lions secondary and pass defense. They have some good pass rushers, but if Love has time, and especially if Watson is back and Jones now, Jones the receiver is a, is a weapon as well. I mean, he's a running back, but he you saw what he did to the Bears, right? I mm-hmm. mean, you get him out there against a linebacker, or you know, he's going to cause some damage in the passing game. I think the Packers have to throw the ball 35 times to win this game. Because they're not, I don't think they're going to have a lot of success on on the ground against this this Lions front, but I think they can exploit. And, and like you said, if, especially if if Joseph is out, that's a big loss for them. Right, he's questionable, so we'll see. But they added Cam Sutton from Pittsburgh as their, I guess he's their number one corner now. They 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 traded the kid that they drafted th- uh, third overall a couple years ago, Jeff Akudo. Yep. Right. So I mean, I don't think the Lions. I was surprised. I was very surprised that the Lions didn't address cornerback in the first. They had two first-round picks, and they took the running back from Alabama Gibbs, and then they took a linebacker. I was very surprised that they didn't take a corner in the first round. I thought for sure. Because there were a lot of good, you know, there were some pretty good corners that went in the first round this year. I was shocked that they, because I thought that was their biggest need. Right. But obviously they felt they needed, you know, they did what they did. Uh, they did get a safety, the safety from Alabama, branches who – a lot of Packer fans were kind of hoping that the Packers might take him. He's played well his first three games. The hero of, I shouldn't say the hero, but he was one of the heroes of the week one win over the Chiefs. I mean, it was a tip yeah. ball, wasn't it? Right. <laughs> but he's still, but, he, but, you know, he, but he's playing well. He's, yeah. he, for a rookie safety or Nick, I don't, I'm not exactly sure where he's playing, but because he could do both. He's been okay. He's been, but, but I think the Packers, again, if Love has time and he's had time, that, that makeshift offensive line last week. Only allowed one sack, and that came on a blitz. Somebody didn't, didn't pick up the uh, the safety blitz. He's had, well, you know, I, now Zach Tom, Zach Tom. I hope he I hope he's okay. I really do because he's played. He's been outstanding. Well, him and, being questionable is better than than being doubtful. We're right, out. we're out. Yeah, yeah. He's been, and he did a good. He's probably going to see a lot of Aiden Hutchinson. Yes, who he saw last. If you remember that last game of last year, Hutchinson was a was pretty much having his way with Yash Neiman. Yash. Yeah, and they and the Packers made the move. I believe I don't know if it was a halftime or maybe even sooner than halftime, where they where they pulled Neiman and put Tom in. And I'm not going to say he like dominated Hutchinson because Hutchinson is you know Hutchinson's a very 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 good player, um, but he he negated him. I mean Hutchinson didn't didn't dominate the way he was early in that game. So yeah, Rashid Walker and Zach Tom I think are a pretty good set of tackles. Yeah. I really do. I, I like these two. I think I think I think that's your tackles of the future for the, yeah. for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, they and, and to hit on Rashid in the middle rounds like that, middle seventh, seventh. Yeah, that, actually, that's true. It's late, late round. Yeah, to hit like that is huge. I mean, when was the Tauscher? Yeah, yeah. The last time they had that's a tackle that hit like that was Mark Tauscher. So once every twenty years, and hey, if if that's the case. So and that is in, that, in that's the ultimate years. that's the ultimate insurance policy against a uh, all pro left tackle that can't stay healthy and play uh, regularly. So in twenty years, will Rashid Walker be doing like radio and stuff? Probably, like yeah. Kausher. Yeah, no, it'll probably still be Jason Wildy if, if 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 you know with with my luck, it'll still be Jason Wildy. I mean, I, I don't mind. I don't mind Jason. I give him. No, I don't time. mind either one of them. I think they do. Nice no, they do. I love their show. I listen to it all the time. You're comparing. I'm, I'm, I was just making, you know saying if, if he goes on and does that. You know? No, I listen to him. I listen to him all the time. No, they, they um, do. They do. A, they do a great job. But I mean, the health of this team is going to be the key. But obviously, the Detroit de- the Detroit defense against the Packers offense is is the big matchup because Detroit's offense in Jared Goff, like, listen, he's he's a button pusher, and that's fine. 
And then the Lions have finally un- unlocked the best version of Jared Goff, which is make it easy for him and don't make him have to think too much and keep the pressure off of him. But with this offensive line, Rashawn Gary had a resurgent performance against the Saints, and he's been lobbying for more playing time. And I don't know how you keep him. You don't give him a few more snaps if he's ready to go in a game where you need to get a leg up in this division. And if you get any pressure on this quarterback, he will make mistakes. Yes, and that's what they got to do. But I think the Lions game plan is going to be the opposite of the Packers game plan, where I said I think the Packers have to throw the ball to win. I think the Lions are going to come out, and we've seen one rookie running back do well against the Packers. And like we talked earlier about B. John Robinson, well, they get the other rookie this week, Jameer Gibbs. I think the Lions are going to count on Gibbs to, you know, go after a Packer run defense. That was much better last week against New Orleans. But again, New Orleans didn't have Jamal Williams or Alvin Kamara out there. They were down to their third running back. The Packer run defense is going to have to be better than it's than it normally is this week because mm-hmm. you, they're going to see a lot. Montgomery's banged up, so that's a, that's a little bit of a break maybe. But they're, but you're going to see a lot of Gibbs. Yep, I think so as well, and that's what they drafted him for. I mean, that's why he was their first draft pick taken in this draft. Like you said, there were a lot of things the Lions could have done. They took a running back. Yeah, it was, and he's a good player. He's a good player. I he mean, really no, he he definitely is. He definitely is. But if you would just you know, I, I just I think it's interesting I that they're. I think we're all surprised they did that. But. That their previous back that they took with a higher higher pick, I think he was a second or third rounder, and DeAndre Swift is now with the Eagles. So and and running like crazy and right yeah and playing well. So and they gave him away. They didn't get nothing for him. They got a pick in twenty five. Yeah, I, I listen. If the if the Lions want to go back to lioning, I, I'm not going to complain because it, it we've we got the Bears are taken care of. They're going to be bad. Again, they've had a, a, plenty of problems. You think? The, the you think Vikings, be bad? the Vikings might be worse. They're both zero uh, three. They're both. The Vikings they're, are bad. They're not worse than the Bears. The Bears might be the. The Bears might be the worst team in football. Yeah, I think that's possible. And the Cardinals, the Cardinals beat the Cowboys. So at this point, right now, everyone thought that's Arizona why, was hands great. down going to be the one overall pick. Well, right now, it's it's still in the hands of the uh, the Chicago Bears and the, the and Vikings. Not, not only did Arizona beat the beat the Cowboys, which was an unbelievable win for them, but they. They were in both of the first. They gave the the, the Giants. They, they led the most. I mean, it took a miracle comeback for the Giants to beat them, and they gave Washington a decent game. Yep. The Bears haven't done any of them. You know, this will be Bears Broncos this week. That's that's a hell of a game. The battle of the battle of the inept. I mean, the after what do you when you come out after giving up seventy points? You know, I I, I don't. And where is the, is it in Chicago or is it in Denver? Uh, I believe it's in Denver. So then the Packers play in Denver. They're actually, the next time they play on Sunday is, is in Denver. That'll be after the bye week. That's their first game coming off the bye will be in Denver. That'll be a road game, and that'll be an interesting one. But, you know, as far as, as, this, one, as, far as this one goes here, I, I think this is also a game where you want to – and obviously you want to win the time of possession every single game, but the Packers just – keep Detroit's defense out there on a short week and keep them tired. You know, you yeah. could also make the argument that if you give guys like Hutchinson and all those more and more reps, they're going to eventually make a big play. But if the offense is churning and if, if you know, if Jones comes back and can give the offense a, um, a boost there and they can convert, move the chains, win the, the battle, win the, the turnover battle, obviously, and, and don't turn the ball over, but win the turnover battle on defense, but keep the chains moving and control the clock. That I think is an ideal way to win a game where you're you're playing on a short week because this might be what it's kind of almost like who survives after after four days on a short week early in the season. And it's always good to be home for that too. I think. Yes. Uh, well, they each get one at home this year. They they got right. this one's at home, then they'll play in Detroit on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, which is never easy either. But but that, but for this one, I, I I like. I mean, I just have a feeling this Packer team is going to find a way. 
it's going to I mean it's not going to be easy. Obviously, like for the reasons that we said, I think the Lions are going to run the ball. They're going to the Packers are going to have to. They're going to have to play three linemen. They're, they they can't go with that two look that they that they use sometimes. They're going to have to go three. T.J. Slayton's going to have to be be stout at the nose. Now with that, now again, like we're saying the Lions are going to want to run the ball, but they got a new they got it. They're going to start two backups on the right side. Mm-hmm. With the with with Vitae and and Walker both out, that's not going to be easy. No, I but the Packers have to take it. They, they have to take right. advantage of that. I and and again, these, you know, from season to season it changes. But how many times have we seen the Packers come into a game? It's like, oh, they should be able to run all over this team. They should be able to get all over this passer, and then they don't end up getting any pressure because teams are going to scheme to try to help out those those linemen who aren't starters as well. Well, again, but if you're helping them out, that's taking. If you're keeping your tight end in the block, then he's not, you know. He's not in. You, you know, you're you're doing the old. You're you're taking away from your one strength to help your weakness. One less receiver. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and their tight end has been pretty good at the rookie from Iowa, La, La, Laporta. Laporta. Yep. Sam he's Laporta. not. A, but he's not a blocker. He's a glorified receiver. Yep. So he's not going to help anybody blocking. Uh, I think Kenny Clark can have a huge game this week. Yeah. He had a huge game last week. He played, he played really played well. well. Dan Slayton made a couple big plays early. Did the yeah. grave digger. So I yeah, he did. I think yeah. I think the Packers up front. Will will cause some problems for that banged up Lions offensive line. Now, where where the problems for the Packers have come in the running game, it hasn't really been the. Everybody wants to blame the defensive line. It's been more the edge where teams have gotten outside on them, and that's where if it's Gary or Preston Smith or Lucas Van, Ness, who's ever out there setting the edge, they have to set the edge. You know, don't get blown off the ball. Don't don't bite inside. Don't you know set the edge. They probably don't have to worry about golf running as much as, you know. We say that, Fields but then, you know, we say that, but then Tom Brady breaks off a season-long <laughs> eight- or nine-yard run, and and the Packers, you know, end up getting end up getting bit. And and in the middle there, if, you know, I mean, Isaiah McDuffie does okay, but he's not Devondre Campbell. No, but McDuffie's pretty good against a run. Yeah. I mean, he, he'll probably be off the field, I'm, I'm sure, on passing downs. They'll, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll go with another. Well, if, if, Jair can, if Jair can go, and, and I thought – Keyshawn Nixon played okay. He missed an interception on the goal line. It would have been nice. Yeah. But I think you maybe bring him in there along with Rasul and Jair as your as your third DB. Yeah, although yeah, they'll they'll be they'll be a nickel because I think the Lions do go with a lot of three wide. Mm-hmm. And I, and Laporte has been having he's been off to a nice start. He's had a nice start to his rookie season for them. I think I think he's only tight end rookie. I mean, him and Musgrave have been the two of you know this this was a big tight end class, right? Everybody talked about all the good tight ends in this draft and they all went they went pretty early yeah i think those musgrave and and laporta have have been the best too so far if i'm not mistaken yep no nope. but the most productive i should say I don't over know, you know. over the well and and i mean honestly if if a couple better placed passes end up where they should i think you know musgrave is off to the races yeah he's got i mean him and that's just it's something's up there him and love just don't aren't on the same they're not they're, they're missing i mean so, that's gonna hit it's gonna it's only a matter of time before they they figure this out, and 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 it's good. And you're going to get a 60 yard touchdown out of them. It's it's, a, it's it, they've been coming too close. And and again, we, it's easy to blame the quarterbacks. And you know he did. But sometimes I think Musgrave, and he's a rookie, so he's going to make these. You know he's not maybe doing what Love thinks he's going to do. You know that that that's what happened on that patch on that fourth down play with Patrick Taylor last week. Right. Love thinks he's going to keep running, and Taylor stops at the first down marker, thinking, "Just throw me the ball. I got the first down, and we're all good." Right. And you know, but so, and and again, we we we've said this all during the off season as we led up to, you know, what we thought was going to happen. The offense, it's so it's young. Other than the line, and the, well, now the line's young without Bakhtiari and Jenkins. But 
it's a young offense. There's going to be some growing pains. There's going to be some some mistakes made that hopefully week by week you see less mistakes. And yes. by week and by week nine, week ten, week eleven, those mistakes are gone for for good, and you're and and you're and you're starting to roll. Hopefully. Hopefully, the one thing that uh, the one thing that that was was brought up is that with regards to Jordan Love, is sometimes the accuracy is a little bit off, and that's not something you typically see improve a ton. Although I look back on on Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and those guys both had to learn and grow and get better through whatever coaching they got in Green Bay and Mike McCarthy most recently with Aaron Rodgers. I think if there's a quarterback that is willing and able to learn, listen, practice, improve. It's it's hard to beat Jordan Love and his work ethic. I mean, I'm I think he's I think he's got the right mentality to to get himself going and he's got he's got to have some confidence right now. I mean, through three games he's out he's only got one interception and honestly, it was a terrible throw, but it was an arm punt, right? It was it was an oh, arm yeah, yeah. it was an arm right. punt and it's like if you're going if you're going to throw an interception, go ahead and throw one deep. It's obviously was was bad in that situation. The Packers hadn't scored. They you know, the drive is over and they turn the ball over. But he's playing pretty well. I mean, he's very in sync with the offense. You can tell his, his command. I was watching his body language a lot during the game. It's, that's what I kind of like being at the games because you can watch them on the sideline and how they act. And very engaged, very much talking to his players. Not something you, we've seen for a very long time from, from the quarterback. And I'm not saying that you know Aaron Rodgers ignored his teammates. He definitely had plenty of conversations with them. But Jordan Love is very much that energetic, hey, let's go, let's get up, get everybody rocking and rolling and and he's he's a he's a good team he's a good teammate i mean he's you could you can do a lot worse than having a a jordan love and that's one of the things that i think could end up becoming a really good x factor i guess the interesting thing for me now is first of all you got rashawn gary balling out they're gonna have to pay him at some point and then you've got jordan love and they're gonna have to make a decision on him as well because you know they only added the the one year but they've got you know they've got time obviously the between now and next season to make that make that decision but those are two pretty hefty contracts. Those are two very primo positions, edge rusher and quarterback, that the Packers might have to open up the vault for very soon. Oh yeah, and and, and they knew that, and they you know they they were hoping they had to do that, right? They were hoping Love yeah. is somebody that they had to pay. You didn't want to you know make a mistake there and, uh, and get rid of them. You don't want right. them to be Justin Fields. So yeah, I mean, and both uh, Russ Ball figured that out. I'm not. I'm, he he does things that I mean. He I'm not. I'm not worried about the, the money. They they're, they're not letting either one of those guys get away. But again, this is a huge. This is it's early. It is early. But as you said, the Bears and Vikings are, have dug themselves a pretty pretty big hole. Both being 0 and 3. They both have winnable games this week. But who knows? I mean, right? They're 0 and 3, and they mm-hmm. they, have some, they both have some tough games too coming up. So. I don't. It's too early to write them off, but they're they're both in trouble. So, if the Packers can win this week and get the three and one and, and have a game up on the Lions and the head to head win, that that could be that could go a long way. And two and zero oh in the division. Now, the one thing yeah. that I want to mention as well, we talked about the two point conversion decision by Matt Lafleur. It always works out great when when the game ends well, right? So the decision to go for two. You've got Dan Campbell on one side. His players will run through a brick wall for him. And I think the Packers would do the same thing for Matt LaFleur. But the coaching in a game like this where your players are banged up, tired, and you need to gain every kind of edge that you can, that's going to be an interesting one, too. you got you got Campbell. you got LaFleur. The Lions have won three in a row. Now you have to count the end of, of the 2021. No, but they still beat them. End of the 2021 season when, when Love played most of the game as a, as a backup and came right. in for Rodgers, who didn't play most because they had the one seed locked up. 
the Packers need to stop the proverbial bleeding here against the Lions. And and I'll you can you know say I'm overreacting and and it's the Packers have done well Who? against the Lions. But you, right now this you, Lions team you never you never overreact. No, no, of course not. No, you don't have you don't have any receipts on your phone to prove it either, right? I'm sure you I'm sure you got rid of all of those. But but the Packers do need. To, I mean, I I think they need to they need to just you know start with this this new Jordan Love era and let's get off on a good foot here beat the Lions and put the pressure on them to have to return the favor in Thanksgiving. And in the meanwhile, you know, keep, keep churning away and you got to get to 10 somehow. So you might as well do it against the division. Yep. I'm with you. So give me your score. So I, I got, I, I, I'm actually, for some reason, I'm seeing a higher scoring game in this one. And I don't know why I'm almost seeing something like a 31 27. Wow. And the over under is way under that, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's—I'll tell you what it is. I think it's like forty-four. Yeah, maybe. so I'm way over. I'm—I'm—I'm way—I'm yeah. way, way over. But I don't know. This—who knows? This could end up being one of those shootout games where you got a bunch of fast players, and if the defenses are banged up, the offenses might end up having a really good day. But I—I I like the Packers at home. I think I'll—I'll I'll roll with the hot hand right now. But you know, I might end up changing my my tune after this this Lions game, and then they'll get ready on a mini buy to take on the Las Vegas Raiders. I should be there for that one as well. So that's exciting. Two Packers games in three weeks. That's not often that that happens in my life. So that's that's pretty that's pretty cool. But I got the Packers by. I mean, I get. I guess I got them by by four. What's your score? I'm I'm, I'm low. I'm not nearly. I'm thinking more of a defensive. Like we've seen the last couple of weeks, I'm I'm going Packers as well, but I'm going. Uh, I believe I picked twenty one seventeen. Okay, so the same same point spread, just less points. Yeah, twenty one seventeen. So we're both taking the Packers in this one. So they, if it turns out to be the case, will improve to three and one. Have two divisional wins. They will be alone in first place in the NFC North. Remember. This game is only available on Prime. So if you don't unless have, you're in Green Bay. Unless you're in Green Bay. So if you don't have Prime, you might want to might want to consider it or you know find a, a bar. Find a friend. Yeah. yeah, find a friend who can broadcast the game. Do you as have well. Prime? I do. Yeah, I do too. I do as well. And I have the Sunday ticket as well. So I oh, I'll be watch I can watch up. all the games that I don't go to from the comfort of home. I don't have to run around. It's very nice not to well, have you know to what's crazy. Out. I haven't I've I haven't I don't have the ticket. No, but I have. I've the Packers have been televised here in Carolina every week so far. Yeah, yeah. the first game that was the Bear game was the four o'clock. You know, the, the late game, the national game, and then I got them because they were playing NFC South teams, and the Panthers weren't playing. At the, the, the Panthers were played Monday night one week, and they played they played the four o'clock game last or the late yep. game last week. The Packers were on, and now I'm, I'm going to get them again, obviously Thursday night, and then then Monday night against the Red. I'm going to, because I thought about getting a ticket and I was like, I looked, I'm like, I think I'm going to, I think, I think there's only going to be a couple games where they're not going to be on here. So it worked out pretty well for me. And, I, and of course, as you know, I might as well tell her, but I'll be going to the Kansas City game. This week. Yes. Get your parka, or not your parka. Get your, I got to get, get a coat. Something. Yeah. I, get your, get, uh, I don't have anything to warm it up. I have to get a, get your coat ready coat. and you're going to go, go see, uh, going to go see Pat Mahomes at Lambeau Field. God willing, yeah. hopefully everyone stays healthy. Well, I wouldn't mind if Mahomes like took took that week off. Or, yeah. You know. Well, well, if if, if he ta- if he takes the week off, will Taylor Swift be in Green Bay to watch her her man Travis Kelsey play? Is the uh, is the next question? Know. I'm sure good. I'm sure you really don't care. But what we do care about is you think they'll still be together by then? Nah, that's a good point. And will she have already? Be, will she have already written? Song about him. Will she have already written the song? Exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, on a short week, what changes over at Packer Report? What's up now? And what's coming up? 
Well, what changes is just the days that I write. So I, I do the preview that usually runs Friday for a Sunday game. Well, that's up now. That, that went up Wednesday afternoon. So it's just a preview with predictions and match, key matchups, all that kind of stuff. And then I'll, I'll be up late Thursday night. As soon as the game's over, I'll be doing my instant analysis. Okay, very good. And a quick slant will be back. Uh, in action on Monday, my voice should be back in full effect. Unfortunately, for some of you out there, womp, womp. I'll be I'll be back with my thoughts on the Lions. I'll probably talk a little bit about the Saints as well because I wasn't able to do a show this past week. But thanks everybody for riding along. Hope we have a uh, great game day. Hope we're, we're celebrating a victory Friday tomorrow after the Packers battle the Lions and get into this mini buy and hopefully get a chance to rest up and get healthy a little bit. Uh, thanks for for checking us out. Hope everything goes well in the game day. Take care of yourself wherever you're at. And as always, go Pack Go.